This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you say, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, it's John Hill. Just us today, John. Yes, yes. It's a quiet Christmas break here on campus where we record. We may be the only souls on campus as well. We might be. We might be. It was quite the empty building Mm, today. Yes. So that means we could do whatever we want, and what Uh, we've chosen to do is an NBA podcast. Yes, we have. We have. (laughs) Ooh, 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 breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Something Uh, happening? uh, Yes. Uh, Matt Hill has been traded from the Super Hoopers. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yes. To uh, someone in uh, Denver. their name is uh, Weed Smoker 420. Oh wait, wait, wait! Correction, correction. They were trying to trade for Cypress Hill. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, nice, sorry, sorry. Nice little early headlines. Little little miscommunication. Little early sorry, headlines. sorry. Hopefully this doesn't come back. Yeah, quite the doldrum in the NBA right Kinda now. Boring. But we did have we did have what I thought was a top five NBA Twitter moment when um, the teams could not figure out which Brooks they had traded for. That's amazing. So, <laughs> so to recap. Woj reports that Dylan Brooks and Wayne Selden of the Grizz are going to Phoenix. Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is going to the Grizz. Uh, Austin Rivers uh, is going to the Suns. And then Ariza is going back to the Wizards. So it's like a three-team trade. And basically, you know, the big pieces are Ariza and, you know, young prospect Dylan Brooks. He reports that. Then the Memphis beat writer is like, talks with Memphis sources and the Memphis beat writer Chris Harrington is like uh Memphis is saying it's Marshawn Brooks it's not Dylan Brooks <laughs> so then Woj just like corrects it he's like yeah no sorry it's uh, Marshawn Brooks and then the Phoenix sources are like nah f- it's it's Dylan Brooks <laughs> and then then Mark Stein tweets like there seems to be some disagreement the Phoenix beat writers are saying Dylan the uh Memphis beat writers saying it's Marshawn Brooks Dylan Brooks way better than Marshawn Brooks. But I mean, Marshawn Brooks is essentially like a D League player. Yes. And then, so then the trade is off. Then the trade basically it looks like the teams found out that that the that there was a mix up in the Brookses <laughs> via like Woj and Twitter. They're like just all like us, just on Twitter going, "Oh, hold on." They're not they're not calling each other. They find they seem to have found out on Twitter, which is just you know fantastic. Um, so. The level of incompetence here is staggering to me. You have, uh, so you have three, these are three of the worst front offices in the league. Yes. So, facts. You have the Washington front office run by Ernie Grunfeld, 
who's been there for like 18 years and done a terrible job for 18 years. Like this is just a, a tenure like marked with scandals. You know, you got yeah. guns in the locker room. You have the current like terrible uh, team they're putting out. Um, he just makes bad trade after bad trade. He makes these terrible signings like Jan Mahemny. So he's incompetent. Somehow kept his job for 18 years. You have the Suns who fired their general manager on like day two of the NBA season. So and it good. seems like Robert Sarver is just like running the team now, the owner. Because like what came out also is that like James Jones, who was the acting GM, uh, gifted Tyson Chandler to the Lakers. Like they yes. bought out Chandler and then Chandler mm-hmm. like immediately went to L.A. And it like came out that LeBron basically called James Jones, who's like his buddy's like, hey, can you cut Chandler? We all know you're going to cut Chandler. Like we all know you're going to buy him out before the trade deadline. So just, you know, just buy him out right now. And James Jones like, yes, yes, Mr. James, I'll get right to it. So Robert Sarver seems like he was pissed about that. As he, I, I mean, from my perspective, as he should be. I mean, like, look, the guy's under contract. Just keep him here. Keep him in Phoenix to punish him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And make punishment. sure he doesn't go to a, a, another good team. So Robert Sarver's like, we are not trading Trevor Ariza to the Lakers. Like, we are not doing that. All the rumors were Ariza is going to Lakers. So it seems like Robert Sarver, who everyone knows is like totally incompetent, who Brian Windhorst on his podcast said basically top level uh, executives in the in the league refuse to work for Phoenix. Like they've been offered jobs at Phoenix. They're like, we're not working for Sarver. Okay, so you got that mess in Phoenix. You have you know old incompetent Ernie in. Washington. You have Chris Wallace in Memphis, who's also a terrible G- GM. This is this is a real uh, Howie. Is that his name Howie Rosenbaum? Is that the Philly GM? Who's the Philly GM? The 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 uh, Eagles GM. Oh 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 Howie. How is it? Is that a last name? Oh yeah, um, Howie Rosen. Ro- Whatever the the GM who got fired and like I can't remember just like stayed in his office till everyone else got fired and he came back. That's what happened with Chris Wallace in in Memphis. He was the GM. They like fired him because he made the, the terrible uh, Pau Gasol trade, and then he just stuck around until everyone else was fired and he kind of rose back to prominence. But he's not a good GM. I mean, just last year he he um, bungled the entire Tyreek Evans situation where it's like they had this good player Tyreek Evans who was going to leave after at the end of the year. They could have traded him at the trade deadline for something. They decided to keep him for no reason. They were a tanking team and they just kept Tyreek Evans and got nothing for him. Anyways, all terrible GMs. All terrible. Roseman. Rosemond. Okay, sorry. I tried to add a little extra. <laughs> I tried to add a Berg in there. Very, very, hey, 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 hey. Without, without Feudernick without here, Feudernick what it, it's, like, it's yeah. just like I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a I don't a know. I don't know, somewhere. I, don't, like, I don't know anything about football. <clears throat> um, all right, so what we need here's what we need to sort out, John. We need to figure out who's at fault. Oh. Like, who... Who who messed this trade up? Like, who got... Who is actually at fault for the Brooks's... Uh, you know, the whatever, this Brooks's situation. I'll give you each team's story, all right? Okay. So the Suns say, no, it was Dylan Brooks all along. We have, you know, we, we have the medical. We got the medical from Memphis. We were always talking about Dylan Brooks. Uh, they say it was just Memphis's way to back out of the deal. Washington essentially says the same thing. They say it was Dylan Brooks the whole time. Memphis got cold feet. All right, that's from the these are these are basically from the beat writers of those teams. The Memphis teams like, what are you guys talking about? It was always Marshawn Brooks. Their story is they only dealt with the Wizards. They went to the Wizards and the Wizards went to the Suns. So they only dealt with the Wizards. They told the Wizards Marshawn Brooks. The Wizards took it to the Suns. The Suns said yes, and then that was the trade that got leaked out. 
they said, look, we said it was Marshawn Brooks. Why would we trade Dylan Brooks? We like Dylan Brooks. Also, we informed Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> like, <laughs> we actually told Marshawn Brooks and Wade Selden they had been traded. Like, why would we do this, like, elaborate route? Like, w- you know, why mm-hmm. would we do this? So what do you think happened? Wow. There's a lot. There's a lot to unfold. Uh, I still don't understand Unfold it. or unpack. Un- unpack. Mm-hmm. Unfold. Uh, mm-hmm. I still don't quite get it. Like, I right. still don't. It's like, it's a very Rashomon kind of, uh, kind of story where, uh, you know, everyone's saying their version of it. Uh-huh. And it seems like the Wiz and the Suns have a bit of a united front. It seems like the Wiz are just saying it was always Dylan Brooks and Memphis is just being like this to get out of the trade. But why would they, I just don't get why they would get out of the trade if they entered in it. Yeah, well, it's just like them maybe just realizing that they didn't want to trade Dylan Brooks. I but will, how do you I, how do you, like you you purposely put him on the trading block? You get the trade, then you go, ooh, oh, never mind. Wait, oh, we don't, luck, oh, I got an idea. Yeah. Let's try to we'll do Marshawn. Try, we'll try let's to switch to swap try it out for Marshawn and see see if that see if they'll take it like that. That actually, you know what? Maybe that was it. Maybe they never. Th- they were like, look, there's no way well, we're getting rid of Marshawn. Right, but why would they inform Marshawn? Wait, yeah. Oh, then they. But why would they inform Marshawn? I guess they swap him out and inform Marshawn Brooks just to like complete, maybe Marshawn's their... agent is like, "Yo, we've been traded. We got to sign." I don't know. Man. I don't know. This I thing. Think what, this I, is crazy. I think what clearly happened is Washington fucked all this up. I think. I can also, see that. I think. I think what happened was they, because the deal was worked out between Washington and the deal went through later on with just Washington and Phoenix. They basically had this deal, and they were like, and Phoenix didn't want Ubre, so they're like looking for a team for Ubre. They go to they go to Memphis, and Memphis is like gives them the crap offer. They say, "Oh, here we'll give you uh, Marshawn Brooks and and uh, Wayne Selden." Wizards are so incompetent. They go to Phoenix and like they say they'll give you Brooks and Selden, and Phoenix is like, "Oh, Dylan Brooks and Selden." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the trade." And so that they basically work it out because the story about the medicals, like the sharing of the medicals, Bobby Marks on ESPN said. That's bullshit because the medicals are just on some server. Like you can just log into the mm. server and look at the medicals. So it's that you don't have to get it. So I think that Washington is just incompetent. Like they had, they just either heard Dylan Brooks or <laughs> wanted it to be Dylan Brooks or didn't know there were two Brooks. And when they brought the trade to Phoenix, they were like Brooks and Se- Brooks and uh, Wayne Selden. And the Phoenix was like, oh, okay, Dylan Brooks. That makes sense. Because I mean, the trade doesn't really make sense with Marshawn Brooks because he's not good. Like it's yeah. not like. But from Memphis' perspective, they must have then Washington goes back and like, okay, they'll do it. And then Washington's like, oh, great. Or, or, or Memphis is like, oh, great, sweet. They took our garbage platter. Awesome. Okay, fine. That's fine with us, you know. Uh, you know, they're like, well, it's Phoenix and Washington, the two morons. Like, I guess I guess we pulled one over on them. That to me seems like the most logical explanation. And then when the trade gets leaked, and then Memphis is like, oh, it's Marshawn. Phoenix is like, what the fuck? It was always Dylan. And then Washington is like, uh, yeah, it was always Dylan, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They told us Dylan because they don't want to look bad. And so they basically just throw Memphis under the bus. I'm going to say, based on the uh, climate that is Washington, D.C. Right. And the idiots that work there now. <laughs> yeah. Like, this feels like a like a, like a Huckabee Sanders kind of move, right? right? Like, I feel like maybe what somehow that, like, sewage brain has leaked into D.C. and the Washington Wizards. You know, John Wall was probably part of this, uh, just drinking at a buffet. You know what I mean? Like, he maybe, looked good against the Lakers, though. Yeah, like, maybe that's kind of... I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, there's a, there's a cloud over Washington right now where... 
You're allowed to be dumb. Yeah. You're you're expected to be dumb. Well, you've been, and you can been... you can just try crazy shit like that, like right, like hey, you know what? Mexico's going to pay for the wall. Right. Actually, what I meant was, was I'm going to shut will... down the government. <laughs> yes. What I meant to say, they will pay it in punishment. <laughs> well, that's a that's yeah. a little little different thing there, buddy. Um, so I probably blame Washington just no, based I, on. I that. think that's the most. I think it's the most. It's, it's tough because we're dealing with all incompetent front offices. Yes. It's tough because it's, it is possible. But I just think the evidence that, first of all, Memphis was pissed. Like Memphis, all the Memphis front office was reportedly pissed. And they informed Marshawn Brooks. If they had ever said Dylan Brooks, like why would they inform Marshawn Brooks? It's amazing. It's just so good. And this reminds me of it's one. Like, it's like <clears throat> a top, It's it, I swear it was a top five moment because it's like, are you freaking serious? These teams that are worth billions of dollars, like the the sheer incompetence is 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 staggering. Yeah. Where they could not know which Brooks. It's it's almost a headline. It's almost like they they did it's, a bit. They did yeah, a bit. They're a like, bit. No, no, and I got it's it. like it's a bit. And it's maybe either, either in either Washington or Phoenix didn't have the diligence to make sure it was the right Brooks, or didn't even know there were two Brooks. On the roster. That's amazing. That's more like it. I mean, I think, I think that would like, be what would happen if they were like, John and Matt, you guys are now in charge of the Memphis Grizz. No, because I would go online and like Google the roster. If you were in charge, yes, John. Yeah, yeah. They could have tricked me. if I was me. in charge, they I would have tricked me. I would, I would do I would my say, homework. I would say if they had texted me after work and I was relaxing, uh, you know, just chilling. Uh, yeah, I could probably mess that up. <sighs> it's just upsetting because you want to think that we live in a meritocracy. Nope. But we have so much evidence that we do not. Because no. the people involved in this trade, they're making... These are basketball minds. These are... Well, they're basketball minds, but they're at the top of their field. I mean, they're making yeah. mid, probably mid to high six figures. Oh, I, I mean, the GM, the GM is probably making, you know, over a million. Oh, definitely millions. Yeah. They're making... Okay, they make millions. They make millions of dollars. They're, they have millions. And yet, they don't even know that they, well, they, they're either lazy or don't even know the rosters in the league yes well here's the thing uh i wrote this down for a shout out that i i uh, that i was going to give but it was michelle obama saying i've been in all the rooms with the most powerful people they're not any smarter than you are and that's the truth to this like the truth is your average congressperson especially at the state level oh state congress congressmen no, and women are are some of the dumbest people out there right because because if you're actually like good at that like you'd be like a real congressman uh and it's true it's just these people aren't necessarily that much smarter than you and it and this is the thing but what's interesting about that concept it's like the local reporters and things like that like people get so pissed at them and they say they're dumb and it's just like okay well the only difference is those people tried and they kept trying until they got that job what are you talking about whether it's a GM or if it's a, a local writer, well, I think the local. I think the GMs. I think a lot of it is. I think some of the GMs are very talented, but I think a lot of it's just like nepotism and like. Well, a lot of it's in being a part of that group, and right. how do you get in that group? Is because you've just been you showed up and you decided right. not. to I mean, leave. two of these GMs are talking about James Jones and Phoenix and Ernie Grunfeld were ex players. Yeah, so well, a, that's that's a little different. Yeah, I mean, but actually, that's maybe part Chris of it. Wallace was too. I don't know enough. I don't yeah. know enough about but Chris that's Wallace. part of it, right? Like you're there, you're just there, and, and you're, you're like a nice there. guy, and yeah. it's like all of a sudden you're making seven hundred, pulling down seven hundred grand. Yeah, but that's part of to it. make terrible trades. That's part of it. It's like not every ex player gets that. It's like you have to be that player that like 
is seen as a front office guy, right? right? And you have to work that angle. It's like Elton Brand's the same way, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to go to the D League. I'm going to be the player coach. I'm going to, like, work my way yeah. there. Uh, the point I was talking about writers is the same thing. It's like you just have been writing forever, and you decided not to quit writing, and yeah. now you're running this – you're the head writer of whatever whatever, whatever beat you're on. Yeah. And you're not smarter than the other people. You've just been doing it longer. Right. And my point and is – And you have some connections. Yeah, but my point is – if you are a blogger, if you are a writer, just keep working hard at it, and eventually you'll be that person. Well, there's no guarantee, but... There's no guarantee, but, like, if you dedicate 30 years to writing about one team, you <laughs> probably then, will get that... But then if you don't, how sad is that? that well, you didn't, you, didn't, you, you didn't cut it. You, didn't, you weren't uh, good enough. Well, one of the best... One of my favorite quotes was... Or not quotes, but he was just talking about his writing career. Was um, Kirk Serious Face on Twitter? Do you follow him? Oh, I I think I used to. I don't know if I still do. But he was he was like he did like the SB Nation, like Mavs blog or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said he realized, oh, I'm not good enough, nor do I work hard enough, or nor do I want to work hard to do the work it would take to be successful in this industry. Oh, I remember. Like that. to make a living out of this. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the self-reflection where he's like, I'm not as good as the other. Like, I don't have that extra thing yeah. that will make me pop mm -hmm. like a Zach Lowe or whatever. And I don't have the work ethic or not necessarily doesn't have the work ethic, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to grind. Some people like their free time. Some people, yeah. some people got hobbies, you know? I got a lot of hobbies. Some people got kids they pay attention to. Not some me, people, but some, some people. Yeah. Some uh, people like uh, wine and weed. Some like, people, yeah. Some people like to just do that than, than, rather do that than freaking than, just than grind. for this podcast. Than freaking than, uh, prep then, for the podcast or like, tweet at me, dog, as soon as you get here. Yeah, yeah. They got other interests. They got other interests. And that's, that's fine. That's how you want your life to be. wonderful. You live a good life that way. I don't know what the point is. The point about this is just these people. People are wildly incompetent and no different than than you and I. I will say I've been in not the halls of power. Oh, but I've been. You well, know, you've been naked in the Japanese halls of city. city I've been of power. naked in the Japanese. Okay, uh, just checking. Just checking. Uh, city hall. Yes. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. There. Certainly. Uh, not smarter. Uh, the 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 mayor is no smarter than uh, than my than my good friend Daisuke. <laughs> Daisuke, aka Tigre de la Cama, is what they used to call him. <laughs> is that what they used to call him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's when we first met him. He said he says to me, he's like, I am a, I'm Daisuke. I'm a uh, tiger in the bed. And I was like. Okay, good to know. That's, that's how he introduced himself that's how he to you. Introduced himself to me. And next time he was naked in the mayor's office. Uh, next, to, yeah, very, very soon after. But I have been at like the top, some of the top institutions in terms of like uh, econ. Like I've seen yeah. the, the top economists, and they are way smarter. Than, yes, they, those ones, those people are way smarter than there the are person. some people that are very yeah. smart. I am constantly amazed. Yeah. There's some really smart people. Like, yeah. I think the like political reporters, this is a lot of that, especially some, the older ones that have been around for a yeah. long time, they've just seen a lot. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying that we're entirely d devoid of a meritocracy where people just fail up. There are. It does seem like there are some industries where the people in charge are are really smart, or the successful yeah. people are really smart, so but the, not not Congress people, not Congress people. I would not say. I would say, look, if you're some of these districts all the smart people left these districts yeah like they're just left with like a bunch of country bumpkins and like meth addicts and yeah. it's like we're, we're talking about the cleanest meth addict gets gets elected to congress <laughs> not like that's even there was some idiot in the oc she was running and she she blamed the whole thing on q on q would mean the q? q conspiracy oh, oh, q anon on yeah after she blamed she was, her losing on yeah. q anon uh, as yeah, she yeah. left that's, uh, that's yeah, like yeah, your yeah. area. Well, look. Here's no, the no, wait. No, it wasn't the OC. It was like San well, Luis Bispo. In the OC, kind of in the OC where I'm from, in Orange County. Yeah. Where I'm from, you do have a lot of idiots 
with a lot of money. Yes. Because what happened in the OC is home prices basically have maybe quadrupled. Yes. In the past 20 years, maybe mm-hmm. more than that. I don't have the data in front of me. Maybe five times. Yeah. Maybe 10 times. Maybe. So you have a lot of morons who are just like, hey, I'm a moron. I'm like, have like a moron job and I'm a moron and I never went to college. But it's the OC in the 1980s and 1970s. I can buy a house. It's super cheap. Well, then all of a sudden their house is a million dollar house. All of a sudden they're rich, you know? Yeah. It's through no effort of their own. They just happen to live in this desire, this area that became desirable. So you got a lot of dumb millionaires in the OC. Yes. So. Yeah. All you got to do is try. You just got to try and run. Yeah. Have, have these blogs and these people that are good at Twitter. Right. They're like not that smart. They're they just, just like on work. It. They're just on it. They're, They're just yeah. out grind. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the advice is to young people out there. Uh, just work hard. Work just, hard and be nice. Just work hard and be nice. Work hard and be nice. But don't in the sports the industry, do you think that's oh, yeah, enough let's talk about though? It. In the sports industry? Oh, absolutely. I actually literally had a conversation about this. Mm. One of the things we were talking about, uh, hiring people. Right. And it was like the balance of this person is good at making videos mm-hmm. versus this person can have a normal conversation with someone and not like weird people out. Right. And it's that balance because you have to remember as someone that's hiring someone, you, that person that you hire has to be a good reflection on you. Yeah. So just because this person has all the skills you want, right. if you're like, Oh, but if I introduce my boss to him, my boss is like, yo, that dude is weird. Or like, what's up with them? Like, why did they like, why are they overly aggressive? Why are they like confrontational? Why are they like, why did they not know to like keep their mouth shut when their boss was speaking? You know what I mean? Like there's, it's not just awkward, weird, like nerdy stuff. It's Mm. like, you can be too much. You can be too alpha, too, too aggro where you're like, yeah, I can't have this guy around. Right. Or he, and that's the thing. So you got to have that balance. Like I went, spoke to my old, uh, old alma mater. Alma, alma mater. Is that alma you're to mater. Say, Sorry, I got, I got choked up just because of how much I remember the kids loving me. It's right, just, right. So, what, so they special. Looking up to you. Yeah, just a special moment. And I tell them, I'm like, look, you got to have personal. You have to have personal skills. You got to be able to talk to people. Mm. And if you're bad at that, like you got to get on it. You need yeah. to figure that shit out. You got to right. read Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends. And How do influence. you talk to people? You got to just start talking. You just got to ask questions. You, you just, have to be just interested. Start talking. Here's, here's gotta, why. Here's, here's what, what I do. Not that I'm good at talking to people. I always try to have just like one thing. Like if I'm going in a situation that's like a social setting, mm. I try to think, okay, did something interesting happen to me today? <laughs> you have something to like interesting You have to like happened. prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the week. So if they say, hey, what's been, what's, what's been up? I can come with like a nice, funny anecdote. Oh, that's, that's hey, an interesting thing. Here's what happened to me. Like, you know, this, this thing. Okay, know? pop quiz. Hey, hey man, how's, how's it going? Well, how, how's work? Well, I didn't prepare, John. See, oh this is why nothing interesting happened to me today, I don't think. Oh, my god! What gosh. did I do today? No, nothing, nothing really. Wow. Nothing, sorry. Ooh, ooh, awkward guy. Same old, same old, John. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I would say, I would say, here's what I would say. Here's what okay. I would say. Here, now now that right. I've thought of it. Okay, now try, try to Try right. it again. Right. Try hey, again. hey, hey, Professor Hill, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Um, You know, I work on like this massively successful uh, internet show called Game of Zones. Oh, never heard huge, of it. Never huge, never heard of it. What is that? What is massive it? hit? What is massive it? Explain hit. it. So, you know, so it's on. Millions, it's on the internet. Where, where million, can I watch? Where can I watch it? Millions is there like of people, a website. He has a website. Bleacherreport.com. Bleacher Report. Right. Okay. Millions upon millions of people love it. Huge fans everywhere. And you know, we just dropped the teaser for the Christmas episode today, which I 
was integral. I, I was an integral part of it. So oh wow, yeah. definitely going to skip that one. Thank you. <laughs> what is this this bleach site you're talking about? Bleacher Report. Oh, Bleacher okay, Report. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I, I would say they're the best sports website. Top. That's a, that's a, there's nothing better than Bleacher Report. I'm, I'm going to lay out on that. I'm going to lay <laughs> out on that. I'm just going to just, just stay back <laughs> here. All right. All right. Speaking of All personal right. skills and talking right. to my okay. boss, I'm going to just yeah. chill on that um, one. Well, yeah. that's, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of life advice. Yeah, I don't know what Speaking else. Speaking of life know. advice, let's give us advice to these teams. They actually Ooh. did. A, they, they actually did. A, they actually did a trade, though. They did a real trade. They did a real trade after after their fake Brooks trade uh, fell through. Do, do we do we want to grade this trade? It was kind of a nothing trade. Ariza. Well, I just want to talk about it because every single person in this trade was a giant loser. Yes. <laughs> like this is a this is a rare lose lose trade for both teams. Ariza goes to Washington. Yep. Ubre and uh, Austin Rivers go to Phoenix. Austin Rivers immediately gets bought out. Yep. And his rumors is he's going to be signed with the Grizzlies. Okay. Um, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's different rivers that the, that the, that the Grizzlies are going after. <laughs> the Los Angeles maybe Rivers. Maybe they're hoping to sign Doc as, as, the, ah, new, yeah, yeah, as yeah. the new coach GM after their, their uh, debacle. Um, okay. Washington. Great. You got you gave up on a young asset, a, guy, a young player that showed some promise. I mean, he's not lighting the world on fire, but you gave up on Kelly Oubre and got Ariza. So what? You can maybe make the playoffs and get swept in the first round. Like, what are yes. you doing? Like, what are you even doing? Like, this has been the Washington story for ten years. Like, it's like, great. Your your whole goal in life is to make the playoffs and then lose. Like, this yes. is, they're literally praying. Ernie Grunfeld is praying. Please, please get me to the Eastern Conference playoffs, which is already like a, a minor league system. And then maybe, oh, maybe, ooh, ooh, if the gods are on our side, I can make the second round. All right. So, <laughs> Arisa, giant loser, was looked like he was going to Lakers. Now he's going to Washington to try to like be like locker room uh, chemist for that shit show. The Suns, you had Ariza. All of a sudden, for whatever reason, everybody thinks Ariza is like this great glue guy, fantastic 3 and D player. Everybody wants him. You couldn't get a first-round pick for this guy? Ugh. Come on, if they just wait to the trade, trade deadline, they would have had multiple teams offering them first-round picks. Yeah, late first-rounder, but multiple playoff teams would, get, would give up a first-rounder for Ariza. Instead, you got Ubre. Okay, great. Now you got Ubre, who's basically exactly Ubre, son of Ubre. Ubre, Ubre, son of Ubre. You got Ubre. <laughs> this dude, Ubre, you got a big problem with Ubre because here's what's going to happen. These they're going to they're going to your Phoenix Suns are going to hit the club. Yes. Devin Booker used to be cock of the walk. Hottest girl in the club's mm. going home with Devin Booker. Now she's going home with Kelly Ubre. Oh. This, they're going to be competing on the road for the same Instagram map. Because you find Kelly Oubre very handsome. Not me. He's his reputation is the most handsome man in the league. Is he? Yeah, is you got to you got to go on the message boards that I go on to, oh, John. Okay, you will see. I can't. I can't. He I, is I have regarded. A work computer. I have a work he computer. Is, he is regarded as you know the hottest dude. In the, he's, mm. he's 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 a, he's a hot commodity. He's okay? got the drip. Okay. Um, that's chemistry issues with Devin Booker. Mm. Right there. Right there. Booker got a girl though. Well, oh, please, please. LeBron's got a girl too, but this isn't the, you know this doesn't stop any of these guys. Okay, okay. fair enough, fair enough. Um, so uh, you you know that's going to be a chemistry nightmare, and then you got to pay him. He's up for a contract, which that's I guess maybe I thing. mean maybe you want, I mean, that's why the Wizards wanted to, get to rid move of on him. from him. Austin Rivers, okay, you you're also a loser because the Phoenix Suns didn't want you. Yeah, <laughs> you got quit. That. The Phoenix Suns don't want you. Ooh wee. All right, everyone's a lose. This is a giant giant lose for. 
Everyone. Actually, no. I think the only winner is probably Austin Rivers because he gets to he gets to leave. Well, I guess he, he gets was more stuck. Money. He was stuck on the Wizards, and yeah, now I he's free. He got, out. He got out. now he can. And no, he, then he was like, "Ooh, I might have to go to the Suns." And then oh, I guess uh, he was right. like, "Ooh, you're I'm out. out. I talked my way out." You're of right. It. You're right. Now he might. He might. You're right. Go go somewhere. Nepotism strikes again. Strikes Austin, again. Austin Rivers stays winning. Stays winning. Stays winning. He might go back to the Clippers. No. No, nah, I'm just. No. Joking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> joking. Lost his lost his power. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. What do you think about Austin Rivers, the player? There was a lot of talk in Sixers world about whether they should sign him or not, and then they're kind of like, one, the Sixers need like just a point guard, and like TJ McConnell's not doing it. And then some people are like, okay, like he's no one thinks he's good, but he's okay. And then some people have been pointing out his numbers that he's like one of the worst players in the league. Um, nobody hates nepotism more than me. Yes. Uh, so I don't like him. But that's just like a personal thing. Like as a player, I have no, I mean, every time I watched him play on the Clippers, like I thought he was terrible. So, but I also am extremely biased. Mm. Like his numbers this year are terrible. They're down. So right. it's tough because like you can point out all the numbers this year and be like, he's garbage. He's like one of the worst in the league. But I think like last year, you know, he's shooting like 37% from three on about seven yeah, attempts. I mean, like, like I think when he, he, he's one of those, he almost feels like the Dion Waiters. We're like, put him on the bench and don't play him much. But if your team's struggling, throw him out there because he'll try to drop 25. Yeah. And he might win you two games. Yeah. I mean, like. He just can't, he just can't be like a player. If you have an open roster spot and I guess some need for him, maybe. But yeah. I'm just I, curious. Like, I wouldn't sign him just because I take a stand against nepotism. Mm, like, interesting. Like I've always said, if I'm ever successful in Hollywood, you will never see me hire anybody whose parents were in the industry or whose parents were a famous actor. Oh, that's anything terrible. like that. Yeah. Sorry. Why would you do that? Because it's like I don't think they deserve it. It's like you oh. it's like it's like you also it's my opinion. I'd, I'd hire Dean. Oh, oh well my son, his par- his dad is hardly in the, in the, <laughs> I'd still hire in, him in the industry. I mean but he's, you know. he's not, you know, it's just like there's enough good actors out there. That we don't need to hire the sons, uh, sons and daughters of famous. Yeah, but actors. some of them are good. Denzel, are D- Denzel's son's really good. I'm sure there's an actor it? just as good as his son. Ooh. Who? Do you see Black Klansman? Here's, well, here's the thing. Here's Ooh. the thing. Here's it's the thing. Then. Also, it's like, oh, we're so worried about inequality, right? We're all worried about inequality. Denzel's son, if he's not an actor, he's fine. He's got a trust fund. He's fine. He'll find something else to do. Let's take that role that would go to Denzel's son and give it to someone. From you know a, a lower income background, uh, yeah. give him some money, toss him some money. That's how we. That's, a, uh, that's a, doing my small part to solve inequality by not hiring Denzel's son and instead of hiring someone else's son. Uh, yeah, that's then, how I see but it. But I would also see it like, look, Denzel's son learned from the great, great training, has seen it all. He he knows more there stuff than any other actor. So many good actors, so many good. You in L.A., there's just a surplus of incredible actors. It's not hard to find a good actor. Eh, it's not hard. Eh, I've seen a lot of your shows. I don't know. Yeah, my shows, I got, I got great acting eh, in my show. I think we were struggling for one the other day. Were we? Eh. Actually, by the way, I need, uh, I need, I'm shooting something uh, January 13th. I need some recommendations you. From need you. some recommendations? Need, well, you don't have I'm just so time, many. I'm having a hard actor. time finding the actor with the right look. It's <laughs> actually tough to find <laughs> a, a certain one with the right look. Yeah, okay? that's what I'm saying. Let's go to tough questions. Ooh, Wildly ooh. successful segment from last time. Oh, this is my when you. This is the one 
that I created. No, I created this. this last, wait, wait, I created this last this? time where I just asked tough questions. Oh, okay. It's just tough questions. Okay, okay? Got, I got it. I thought this was the thing I did. All I right. was just thinking about this. Well, you actually, maybe you created it. Is it the one where many, I gave you like three options? Yeah. Okay. I think I've just rebranded it and, tough claim, question. and claim credit for it. I like it. Um, Good job. But mine are more like scenarios. There's not like A, B, C okay. options. Got it. Got All it. right. Here's, here's what I was thinking about. The Clippers and Lakers both have max cap space this summer. Yes. They're both going to go after Kawhi yep. and Kevin Durant. And Austin Rivers. Of course. Okay. Goes without saying. I was just thinking about this. You're in a meeting with Kawhi or Durant. What do you say about the other guy? Like you're going after both of them, right? It's going to come down to, but you can only sign one. So if Durant says, if Durant asks you, hey, what if both me and Kawhi both want to sign here? Who are you choosing? I'm choosing you. Now, do you say the same thing to Kawhi? Absolutely. So you just lie yes. and say, you're our guy. If the other guy, now, let's say you do that. Because I assume that's what you would do. I assume that's what most people do. Yeah. They would just lie and say, you're the man. I'd be like, do you see Kawhi in this room? Yeah. Kawhi, look, we, you know, obviously we wouldn't, I would say, look, we won't tell him this, but he's obviously our second option to you. Then what do you do if both of them announce, you hear from the back channels that both want to sign there? Mm. What do you do then? You got to pick one. You got to pick one, but what do you tell the other one? You just say, sorry, I was lying. It's a business. What do you do, John? As a, as a, as a, as a, as an expert, uh, I don't know, networker yourself or, or corporate guy, how do you deal with the situation? This is why it's a tough question that I'm asking you. Well, I think you have to have, you have to favor one of them. All right. But what do you do when they both say they want to sign? Well, then what you, do you pick the one that's favored. I know, but what do you tell the other mm. one? How do you get okay, out of that so situation? Let's say, like, who would you favor? Give, uh, give me the person you have to favor. I think I would favor Durant just because... If you're the Clippers. Let's just say you're the Clippers. If I'm the Clippers or the Lakers, you're, I, you're would fa- I would favor Durant just because I do have lingering concerns about Kawhi's yes. health. Okay, so yeah, you pick Durant. And if they both say yes, well, you say... What do I say to Kawhi? You say, we're going with Durant. Say, sorry, I lied to you. We're going with Durant. No, you just say like, look, we just, we just signed Durant. And you say, and this is the money we can offer you. Ah, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Sorry, Durant came to us first. So we already told him yes. Yeah, or the other thing is you just refuse their money offer. When they're like, it's when Kawhi's like, all right, fine, let's do it. Oh, you just four years, and 35 million. Wow, and you wait. go, we can do four Thir- years, 30 million. In, but in the meeting. To fit you, in with Durant. In the meeting when you recruited him, you must have just said we we're going to give you the max, though. Yeah, but you've already said that to Durant. No, I know, but I mean, like, my point is you lied to them in the meeting, and now you have to somehow get out of the lie. I'm just interested to see how you could possibly do that. Because this this might be a problem the Clippers and Lakers have this summer. Well, I think you got to pick one first, right? You're going to Durant, and yes. he either says yes or no. Yeah. And then you move to Kawhi. No, but so you can't work, interview it him No, it doesn't the same work time. like that. The free agency period, you know, you're like, you're going to be reaching out to both these guys. I mean, you know, remember, like, Durant had the whole, like, where he met all the guys in, Ham- in the Hamptons and stuff. You know, it's like, it's unlikely these guys are going to sign July 1. You're going to have like meetings and pitches with them, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of it just shakes out, right? Like if, if you the, hope if, so, if you're Durant, trying to get if, out of the question, John, I'm telling you the scenario and you're just trying to say it won't, it won't happen. I'm giving you the scenario. Yeah, I'm saying, look, here's what we have. We, we just signed Kevin Durant. And you say, sorry. And then we say, sorry, I this lied. is what we can offer you. All right. 
And then he'll say no. He, we can offer you uh, the veteran minimum, yes. Kawhi. That's what we're prepared to offer. I, I think oh, just, did you think we were offering the max in that night's meeting with the PowerPoint? And we brought in, you know, I don't know, whatever celebrities we brought to the meeting. Did you, oh, you, oh, my bad. You thought we were offering the max. It was the vet. Oh. But here's the Oops. thing. You actually, here's the thing. You probably wouldn't be talking to Kawhi. You'd be talking to their agent. Yeah, you'd be talking to Uncle Dennis or whatever. And then you go, Uncle Dennis. We can't. We signed Durant. Well, and then he would go to Kawhi and be like, we don't want the Clippers. They're not offering the max. Let's go somewhere else. I don't I, – I guess there is some of this. Like in um, Cleveland, like Lebr- like all LeBron's friends were on the payroll or whatever. Like they hired a bunch of his friends. Oh, yeah. I don't know why there isn't more like of teams just hiring family members and like – They know. do that a lot. Do they do? I think they do. It's just like, under the, some it's just like under the table and like Yeah, not, or it's just like, yeah, right. they're taking care of you. I think the other thing... Maybe that's why Kawhi wanted out of San Antonio. They weren't willing to pay his well, that uncle. Was, and his, that was one of the things, right? right? They weren't taking care of him They and weren't his giving guys. him the nicest car. Yeah. At, 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 they weren't at giving All-Star. him the car. Yeah. They don't do the, the, give him the car. Give him the car. It's not even that much. Yeah. You're worth billions. They got spoiled. San Antonio just got spoiled with Duncan. They really did. They just did. got spoiled with Duncan, that's and they're just problem. like, Duncan is the way stars are, and Duncan was, the, Duncan was one of a kind. I will also say, you'd be surprised how much that doesn't get to the actual player you know what i mean like i've never done it necessarily with like here's my guess right <clears throat> there are gatekeepers to these players the gate the gate you know the players oh, have a small circle i see what you're saying it's the gatekeeper who gets pissed about the car not the player is that what you're saying no no, no. i'm saying like the we didn't offer you the max we decided to sign with kevin or whatever like that yeah I bet minus the like face to face meeting during recruitment mm-hmm. kind of pitch, a lot of times you're dealing with the agent and the agent is the one that goes either way. Right. Like I bet agents and stuff lie to players all. So you just the tell time. the agent to lie to f- lie for you, or or, yeah, or they don't out. want they don't want to say that. Like the agent might be like, man, I can't tell Kawhi and get him the max. Right. I can't tell him that. Like, I can't say, tell him that we were lied to. Like I'm just gonna say steer like, him. I'm just gonna steer. I'm him just somewhere. gonna be like, you know what? The Clippers don't want it. It's not yeah. happening. Let's get out of here. Let's go to yeah. Lakers. Like they disrespected you. They lied. You yeah. know, you know, the agent will push you it off. You just let like, the agent handle you'd it. You'd be surprised. Like even with like uh like TV talent. Like there's stuff that like gets asked of them that we as representatives will just be like, "Yeah, I'm not bringing that to them." Right, of course. I just no, right? Course, like yeah. you know, you have you have yeah, celebrity yeah, friends. Yeah, like, hey, course. can this guy be in this video? You're just like, no. Yeah, there's dude. so much stuff that doesn't get past the agent. Yeah, it's just like, and then just even like, no. just like on your level, like, hey, I'm a friend of this person. Like, right. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm, I know the person. I'm not even gonna mention it. Yeah, that I bet happens with agents and managers and things like that to these players, and they don't know. They just probably are just like these. A lot of them are clueless, and they're and they're kept that way because yeah. you know they don't want to hear it. I know. You'd be surprised. The egos of these these people are are it's, very very it's crazy. They're weird. Yeah. You think they're normal? They're not. They're not normal. They're, they're not Once normal. Once you get to that level, also with athletes, they've been famous at a, since a young age, which always screws people up. So yeah, absolutely. There's no, no. There's very few normal people. If you've been, if you were famous from the time you're like 15 or 16, you're not normal. No. The only normal famous people are people who got famous like after age 30 or something. Yeah, but even then, that's weird for them. Well, even then, it's a weird. It's a weird situation where. Cause like if you were like, like a lot of these dudes, like I just heard a story the other day. A guy was like married, had kids or whatever, and then became came kind of famous and uh-huh. just left his family and is is hooking up with this other famous person and just like that fast. They're just like no. Gone. I mean, I I if that happened to me, I don't know how you'd be able to not do that. 
I mean, I wouldn't, I, of course. <laughs> whoa, I am, whoa, whoa, Because I, I wouldn't because, of course, I'm an honorable man. But wow. Honorable wow. and good man, and Ooh. I love my family. But Ooh. Poor Dean. Just without saying, just wow. saying it'd be hard, you know? It's, it's, I, I don't know how some, some, some of these guys resist the, the temptation. I think you'll be fine. I think I think yeah I, think I don't fine. think I don't, I don't think I don't think it'll be I don't be, think I don't think fame is around the corner. I don't think it's yeah, fame. I, think I don't it's, think it's the women. I don't think, I don't fame, think it's like fortune any that, of think, that stuff. I think even if uh, I, even no, I if I it was if if I was famous I'd be more like a Danny DeVito character where women are not throwing themselves at me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think I think it might be something like that. Yeah. Probably. Paul Giamatti type. Paul Giamatti, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That could be it. Uh, okay. All right, want to do some get at me dog? Get at me. We dog this where we dog. tweet at NBA players to score points if they respond. This week, what's his name? Jarrett? Jaron. Jaron Blossom Game. Blossom, 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 Blossom game. game. Blossom Game. Yeah. Fake name. I thought it was a fake one, Lash. So, I said, a, let's I, do so it. Did I. I was like, uh, I was like, who he played for? I know we just spent the first part of the podcast killing GMs for not knowing the, yeah. which players are on teams. Hey, you could you could run the Wizards. I could run the Suns. You could run one tenth of the teams in the look, NBA. Look, right I'll now. go out on a limb and say I could run the Wizards better than Ernie Gunfield. Ooh, yeah, I agree. I would not. I would have traded John Wall long ago. Anyways, uh, Jaron Blossom Blossom game. Yes, I tweeted at him. I, well, first I made a GIF. You made one. I made a GIF. What? I don't know. You know the you know the famous GIF of Dave Chappelle from the Chappelle Show, uh, dunking, and yes. then game blouses. Yes, where he's Let playing Prince. That. Yes. So I tweeted to uh, Jaron. Ah, you ever? Ooh, I see it. Game. You ever the dunk du- in a pickup game and say game blossom? blossom. Yeah, that's good. And then I made the GIF where it just says game blossom. John, Mine what do you have? Was I? Uh, search Blossom mm-hmm. as a GIF, right? And uh, it turned out to be Blossom. The TV show was the best one, right? Of course. And then um, just wrote thoughts. <laughs> the Blossom, the TV show. Yep, and just thoughts. You didn't be like, says. "Yo, are you named after?" No, yeah. just want thoughts. Just okay. want to see what he was thinking. All right, all um, right. And then Dave Fudernick, I'll read his. He says, "Don't tell me at Clemson men's basketball doesn't turn out legends." Hashtag Clemson grit, and then he photoshopped a bunch of Clemson Clemson players. Clemson players. Jaron Blossom game. Trevor Booker. KJ McDaniel's. Horace Grant. Eldon Campbell. A lot of Sixers on there. You got anything? No, no. Yeah, no. me neither. Yeah, Dave got a like from CJ McDaniel's. He keeps talking. KJ about. McDaniel's. Yeah. Oh, KJ McDaniel's. Yeah. Dave's like. Yeah. Fucking good got job. a hard on for that. Good job. Wasn't even that good. All right, should we go to headlines? Do the headlines? Oh, you got headlines? I got headlines. I got a few headlines. All right. Joking Noah. Uh, says partying destroyed his career. Partying. That's an interesting way to pronounce Thibodeau. Headlines. That's a good one. LeBron had this to say about uh, Wade. One thing we don't talk about enough is how he gained custody of his sons. I thought that was hypocritical of LeBron, uh, given he walked out on his son, the Eastern Conference. Headlines. That's a good one. Two for two. ESPN reported that Nick's owner, James Dolan, would play guitar on the team plane even after losses. I don't know if you see that story. Saw the story. Yeah, yeah. Dolan, this is true. Dolan denied the story, calling it somebody's fantasy. ESPN refuted Dolan's assertion by surveying the entire world and finding that Dolan playing guitar is, in fact, nobody's fantasy. Headlines. The Bulls have uh, officially removed Jabari Parker from the rotation. Oof. Hey, Parker isn't giving up. He says he still wants to play offense in the NBA. Headlines. 
That's all the headlines. Fit to pod. B plus. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe Thank you. yeah, about B plus. Thank you. The Thank last you. one was a uh, Yeah, the last one was a you know, a little joke writing thing is you want to get the joke on the last word. Mm. So it's like he still wants to play offense in the NBA. Like the joke is the offense and it comes like a few words before, but there's no way to do that sentence where anyways, that was a tough one. I struggled over yeah. it trying to get that joke in the last word, but couldn't figure out a Sentence construction to make it work. Mm. Oh, a little mm. behind the scenes. A little behind a little the scenes. Behind the hey, scenes. Hey, NBA teams. That's the kind of work ethic you'll get if you hire me. You know, yeah. To be your GM. Wow. So anyone looking for that Game of Zones Christmas special? Oh may- yeah. May- maybe just like end the video be- like ten seconds early. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why? Just like your joke. You got to oh, end right, it early. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. Just, no. The game. Just send it. The Game yeah. of Zones. Game of Zones was uh, all my writing on that was you know punched up, punched, punched up, up yeah, and yeah, rewritten yeah. by professionals. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, let's, yes, let's, yeah. Let's shout be clear. Out, shout out, yeah. Uh, 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 Speaking of shout outs, shout out to some beefs. You want to do shout out some beefs? Let's do it. Let's shout out some beefs. Shout out um, to Taj Gibson. Ooh. You see Taj oh. Gibson? Yeah. Playing with his shoe on his hand? A great, great. Damn. Playing with, yeah, his shoe fell off and then he just kept playing with it, put the shoe on his hand and use it to uh, play defense. Shoes for hands. Mm, that's how Kwame Brown played. Headlines. Headlines. Ah, see if you had put that one in. Well, I, couldn't, I was trying to get that joke, but I couldn't figure out a way to do it because, yeah. like, Taj Gibson kind of has, like, a, he has good, good hands. Yeah, like, it's, it's not good. like. It's not like he's normally known for being, you know, having stone hands. Yeah. Okay. But Kwame Brown, ooh wee. That ooh. was some bad days when he was on the Lakers having to watch that guy play. Ooh. I got beef. What do you got beef with? This dumb person ooh. on ESPN. Did ooh. you see this? This Drazen Petrovic thing? No, I haven't seen this. Oh my gosh. This dumb person made this video. This ESPN personality. I don't even want to say her name. Because I don't have it in front of me, I also don't want to give her the pub- publicity. Yes, she was made a, made a video arguing with herself. First of all, hack premise, uh, arguing with herself about whether Carmelo Car- Anthony should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, and then one of the things, the things she said was like, Drazen Petrovic is in the Hall of Fame, so come on, it's the disrespect to Drazen Petrovic. Like, the guy's a legend, cut down in his prime. Yeah, but the worst thing was. She posted on Twitter, right? Or it was I was on some ESPN platform, but she posted on Twitter, Twitter, like, "Hey, look at this thing I worked on really hard and wrote, and you know, and had to film, you know, me doing both sides. Oh, isn't that great work, you know?" And people just went in on her for disrespecting Drazen Petrovic, and like someone was like, "How could you say that about? How could you do that to this guy who like, you know, died at 28?" And she thought that this guy was talking about Fab Mello. What? She was like, she, I don't have her response, but she was like, "Why?" She's like, "I I was talking about Carmelo, not Fab Mello. I, I don't know what you're what you're saying." She, this lady didn't even know anything about Drazen Petrovic. She clearly just looked at the whole fame, and found like a name she didn't know. It's wow! Like, Look at the raw numbers. Kid, kids these days, yeah. you know, watch, there's, hey. a, there's a ESPN thirty for thirty on Drazen. Look, it's one, like, it's, it might be the best one. Like Michelle said, they're not that smart. Oh yeah, they're this one definitely. Smart. Shout out. I watched the uh, that documentary we were talking about. Oh hell yeah, Momentum Generation. Oh hell yeah, the surfing documentary. This is a surfing documentary that uh, Bill Simmons uh, decided to had produce. Nothing to do with. He, he had produced nothing the credits. To do with John. Yep, he admitted that too. In his. Oh, no, it was it was it was independently produced, and then HBO acquired it. So it's like yeah, HBO he said it too. He was like, did, yeah, and on one of his pods, he said like, check it out. Uh, I'm a producer, but I didn't do much. I joined very, very late and didn't do much. So at least he's admitting. You know, a lot of times you get a named producer just so you can get it 
to HBO or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or it might have been a deal where, like, uh, you know, Simmons has a deal with HBO, let's say, to produce, provide 10 documentaries, you right. know, for the year. So then he finds one that's already done and says, hey, can I slap my name on this? And we'll put it on HBO and everyone's happy. Uh, so that's probably what happened in some way. Mm-hmm. Great documentary. You liked it. I loved it. Me and my mm-hmm. wife watched it. Great. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. Um, just the... St- How much did we talk about this? The actual documentary? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. I, was just, I just yelled at Dave for not giving me his HBO password. Oh, that's right. We never actually talked about it. So, right. so for those who don't know, um, it's basically this group of surfers in the late 80s, early 90s? No, no. Early 90s. Early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably heard of Kelly Slater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the... I had not heard of the other guy. I'm not part of that surf culture right. like you. Uh just really strong. It was a group of like 15, 12? It's like yeah, a collective the almost. The group was like actually like way bigger than that. And then like they basically the oh, like eight made the documentary. Yeah. But there were these videos. They're like these surf videos. And there would be like, you know, it was like a revolving cast. And the, in, the, in the documentary, they, they talk about how they all kind of like lived together in Hawaii. Yeah. There's, what so, was, there's, so what was the surf video series? So it was Momentum. That, okay, Momentum. So Momentum was the first one. Then there's Momentum 2. And then there was Focus. Got um, it. Okay. And then I stopped. Basically, that's when I stopped. Got it. Like surfing. I don't know. I think it must have been more after that. But got it. So yeah. that reminds me of kind of like how there was like you know in because uh, growing up I was a skateboarder, not a surfer. Right. I was on the East Coast. So like yeah, like four one one magazine or Big Brother things like that. Yeah. They it was would like have, that's how they got famous. Yeah. Was this right? Yeah. So the people they got famous from these videos, and like each, they, each person in the video, the way the videos worked, each person would have their section. Yeah. So it would okay. be like just oh, two okay. minutes yep, of yep. Slater. Got it. And at the beginning, it's like Slater does some little like skit, and then it's like two minutes or three minutes Slater yeah. over like a punk song. So what's crazy is that the uh, they just had so much great footage. Yeah, well, the guy, Taylor Steele, who made the videos, was just shooting all the time. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Imagine, like, so yeah. it's like you have these legends of the sport that just there's just so much footage. And I thought it was interesting because they started out on the like sad story of mm-hmm. each surfer. Well, uh, yeah, you notice it's not every surfer. No, they, no, no, they no, focused they, they, on the ones with the sad story because there are other ones who have like basically normal childhoods. Yes, but yeah. what's but it was such a smart move, right? Because you're thinking you're going to watch the surf thing, right. and you talk about you know you get the surfer that's like, oh, my dad used to beat me. You know, I I grew up so poor, I had this, so it turns these, you know, what you think is going to be like, you know. A surfer that oh I grew up you know with the yachts in my backyard like Matt Hill. But right. It turns out that these people had like really tough childhood, so it kind of puts them in a position of like oh you're not that different from an NBA player. Right. You're, you're, you're Allen yeah. Iverson, yeah. but you just went surfing. Yeah, and also it's like the the arc of it is them finding this community. Yes, and then also dealing. But you're right. Like yeah. the first five are really dark, then the last six you're like well, oh yeah. Well, they don't they don't go through all the all the people's backgrounds. No, exactly. Yeah, it's like they leave Rob Machado's up background out there because it's like his dad's parents loved him and they were yeah, like yeah, super supportive. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Slater, Slater's alcoholic dad and uh, Taylor Dox had a rough childhood. Yeah, Slater's yeah. had a rough childhood. A, couple, oh, a lot yeah. of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slater's yeah. always talked about his pretty rough childhood. Yeah, but it was really interesting. Great movie. Uh, really just... So a couple things I just want to bring to your attention. Uh, every one of those surfers, uh, ex- extremely good looking. yeah. So I'm just question. Just they are like, they are so good looking. Well, the thing is, most. But my sur- question to you is, what are you the only non-handsome surfer? Is that how this works? Explain this to me, man. Well, f- the thing about surfing is, like, if you keep doing it, it keeps you in shape. So mm. one, I'm not out of I'm out of shape. Okay. Two, 
it gives you a nice tan. Oh, I can never get tan. I always, girls in high school would always ask because my friends would like that too. I was hanging with the surfers. My friends are all super handsome because Uh. they're all like fit and like tan. And they would be like, how come you're not like tan, like all your friends? And I'm like, I just don't get tan. (laughs) So that's just the situation. You were like chilling with a team of Kelly Oubre's. I was. And you were school, the, the, uh, the Goran Dragic. I was. I was. Okay. I, Goran Dragic's way more handsome than me, but okay. I was like, okay. yeah, I was definitely, I was there, uh, you know, I was there to crack jokes. I wasn't there, <laughs> I wasn't were the, there for my looks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, see, hopefully, yeah. You, you just hope the party has more girls than guys. Yeah. And then well, I, they trickle went, down. They wouldn't take me with them when they went to the well, party. They wouldn't go to the party. Yeah, <laughs> they would always, they would actually always lie to me about what they were doing on Friday and Saturday night. My oh. my, my cool friends, yeah. Wow, yeah, rough. Yeah. yeah, it was rough. It was hey, rough you know what? That's why you got a kid. He can't lie to you. Yeah, he's well, got to be kid, around. Kid, for eighteen years, he's got to be around. No, my kid, Man, maybe about. But 13. he'll lie to me. I mean, my kid yeah, will definitely yeah, lie. Yeah. To me. I mean, like for like twelve years, you have to drive on places. He yeah. can't. He can't go to a party. Oh, without right. He you. can't go to a party without. That's me. what I mean. He can't yeah, yeah. lie and be like, "Oh, I'm doing this." No, like, no. Yeah, they surfers and they're all, yeah, they are all very good looking. Yeah, extremely. I was extremely. thinking that as I was like, and they're all still good looking. They're, they're all, all like, they're like forties. They're all. They're all like. Yeah, they're all like mid forties. No, and my all, wife was watching. She's, she's like, like these wow. like twenty three year old, twenty four year old, just like chiseled dudes. Just yeah. being like, hey, what's up? They all have long hair then too. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? No, they don't. Only, only, only Rob had long hair. Oh no! Yeah, they all kept it short, and then come on, well, I know like I the was... whole doc. There was other people around. Maybe a few it wasn't ones. just the focus. Like but Rob... the Brazilian guys, they would show. There's no Brazilian guys in the doc. The Australian and Brazilians that would win the tournaments and stuff. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, those guys are hot too. Everyone, everyone. Yeah, I Great don't know. Documentary. You should check it out if you're really into dudes. Uh, really shirtless, into, really shirtless dudes and surfing. It was not enough surfing for me. If I had to quibble. And, um, uh, also there's a, they talk about Kalani Rob, how he like has this like crazy six pack. Um, and oh, yeah. they should have used a shot from one of the, one of the surf videos where he's like in a, he's like in a store and he looks at a muscle magazine and he shows off his six pack. It was great. It's a great shot. I was like, <laughs> how, why are they not using that shot? Why are they using the shot of him eating chicken? So that's uh, my main quibble. Okay. With it. So your personal yeah. favorite ab shots of well, these I'm surfers. My personal favorite. Well, as Shirtless. a kid, I was like. Matt Look at that guy's shirtless ab- dudes. Look at that guy's abs. You know, as a teenager, it's like, how can I get abs like that? You know, me and all my friends, we always we were admired him for surfing, but also his abs. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a great doc. I think if you uh, if you're a listener of the pod, um, ask Feeder Nick for his HBO password. Just DM us; we'll send it to you, and then uh, yeah, DM uh, DM Feudy. Yeah, <laughs> DM Feudy. Get that password. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Oh, I actually have. So I, you know, I was, I was beefing with that lady earlier. Yes. About uh, Drazen. So. Her, so she posts her tweet. Then this guy responds to her. You dead ass just disrespected the career of a player who died while he was just entering his prime. What the F is wrong with you? And her response is, I said that's what made Mello so fab. How did you make that connection to fab Mello? And how did you take it as in any of that as disrespect? So she literally <laughs> she thought, didn't even know. She thought he was talking about fab Mello. <laughs> Man, what was the response to that? Then it's like she's just getting ruined. I don't think she responded after that. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But then someone on Reddit. So this is breaking. This is breaking. On Reddit, they are guessing the reason she talked about Drazen Petric Petrovic is that if you Google least deserving basketball Hall of Famers um, or undeserving basketball Hall of Famers, a, Be- a Bleacher Report article uh, comes up, and one of the na- one of the people on the list is Drazen. Oh, so so that's why she just googled it and said, "Okay." She just googled make... least. She yep. just googled 
undeserving Hall of Famers mm-hmm. and picked the name. Clearly has no idea who he is. Yep. Oh, well, man. Guess what, though? She's going to write another article and another what one. I, and yeah, she's going to grind she and she's she going to get her own TV show. Because yeah, right. that's the thing. You don't have to be smart. You just got to be a hard worker. And you got to be nice. Apparently, in the sports apparently, industry. Yeah, apparently, in the sports industry. Just don't be a weirdo. Um, and even then, you can be a weirdo. Speaking of weirdo, do we want to... I don't know if we want to talk about this. Okay. I I don't know, I'm not sure talk. if we want to talk about this. Oh, what? I don't know where you're going. Uh, do you have any more shouts and beefs? Uh, making this the last thing? Oh, I got a... Um, uh, White elephant. You ever did play the white elephant game? Oh yeah, we played it here 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 at work. Yeah. Big I don't, deal. I love it. Oh really? See, I don't like the white elephant. Oh no, it's the best. I don't like the stealing. It's the best. I don't like any of that stuff. No, no, no. You, you gotta you gotta play it. This is the first place, first workplace where they do it right. How do they do it? Everybody has to get gifts that are not good gifts. Okay. They're joke gifts. Yes. So the game is who can come up with like the funniest gift. Fair. So okay. Nobody really wants the gifts. Got it. So it's like the stealing of stuff is, it doesn't get serious. It's just like I see. It's just like funny. Like the gifts, people here they go all out. They're like they um like the one that won this year was like an ugly sweater that had like um a, a cup holder attached to it. Okay. And there was a, a multiple people got uh what the gift they found it must have been on Amazon was a calendar of dogs pooping. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. Is, so that's a pretty good one. Yeah. The one I I do usually this group of friends they do it every year. Um, half the people are good. Half are clearly like are are funny gifts. And then maybe like one or two are from like last year. Just the, they right. just, just save the it and gift. they just re gift yeah, the same. Some people gift. do that too here. Yeah. 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 I just I just hate the stealing part of it. The stealing's the funnest part. Yeah. I guess. But I don't know. I hate it when people don't steal. I just, you know what it is? I hate when you get stuck with a bad gift and no one wants to steal it. See, that's bad. Here's the thing. That I, my first gift that I got, people liked. It was this like uh, solar powered lantern. Mm-hmm. Not that good though. It was like weak. And I was like, when am I going to need a solar powered lantern outside? So, no, but but you, then people, and I was like, I don't want this. But then someone stole it. So I got to pick a new gift. And guess what I got? What? I got a, um, I got a squatty potty. Do you know what the Squatty Potty is? No. Oh, listeners. This is something that a lot of people have talked about that has changed their lives. I bet you, okay. And if you use the Squatty Potty, please tweet at us. All right. Please sure. Tweet. Okay. Or so not. what it is. Tweet no, no, John. No, because it is, it is a movement. It, Punctly, yeah, it is, it is a, it's a bowel movement. Yeah. So I actually got the, the foldable knockoff one. So mine uh-huh. isn't technically the Squatty Potty, but we'll just call it that. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a little like... Like uh, almost like a step ladder, mm-hmm. like a one. Like, Let me just guess what it is. Is it a thing you put on your toilet so you can squat instead of sitting? You put it underneath, mm-hmm. and then basically instead of sitting normally, right? You your, squat. Your, your feet are up. You put your feet on. Oh, you it. put your feet up. Yeah. So you don't squat. You're just putting you your don't feet squat. up. Squat. So your knees are up higher. Right. But so what happens is based on the drawing of on the squatty potty, the great uh-huh. direction. So when you're sitting, actually your colon kind of like bends right right so part of it is being squeezed when you're trying to so by putting your feet up but by putting your feet up you're opening it right so it goes straight down so it's just like a so are you going to use the squatty pot i've been using it really early results pretty good promising pretty promising Hmm. like i think you need to go through the whole spectrum of different types of waste we need to just you know what i mean like you got to really you got to see them all to Um, see okay to see if it works for you yeah, I'm like, you know, and plus it's only at home. Like I, a lot right. of my 
my messes at work, as you guys know. Right, right. As right, you guys know. Right. Everyone, big fans of that story. Big fans of that story. Um, I'm feel. I'm. I think it's. I can't definitive. Like maybe it's a placebo effect right now. Could be. But I would say I'm going to continue to use it. The squatty potty. And based on, I know people that have really nice squatty potties. Okay. Well, you can get one made out of teak. I look forward to you telling me the results and then I'm me editing to, it out of the podcast. No, 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 no. It might be a life changer for a lot of people okay, if I can well, spread the joy. Listeners, let's uh, tweet at us and let us know if you're if you're a squatty potty user. Let us know. All right. Or the other side, if you've seen the bad effects of Squatty Bay, warn us. Okay. Well, I'll just say about White Elephant, the key is don't open the present. Just steal. Because if you steal, you know- Wait, you, you don't open it? You your have to op- open it. Your options in the white, white Elephant, when I play, you, when it comes to your turn, yeah. you can either open a present yes. or you can steal someone's present. Yeah. So if you steal, then you know you have a desirable gift and you'll be in on this future stealings. Yeah, yeah. No, especially if you're early. Yeah, you, you can only steal if you're late. No, but even if you're early, just steal a good if it's a good present, steal. That way you're guaranteed to, you know, be you're not going to get stuck with a bad one and have to Okay, so sit you out. steal and then when someone steals it from you, then you then pick you another, steal another one. Then you're part of the action. I so see. Like, what you don't want is to open a present. It's a and bad present bad. no one and wants. No one wants and that was it. You're that's your that's only participation. Happened to me before. That's what I'm saying. That's my advice. Steal. Keep right. stealing. Keep stealing. Keep stealing. Your temptation is like, ooh, what's in the box? Let me go with something mm, new. No, I steal. know. No, steal. Uh, last thing, shout out. I don't know if it's shout out beef, but did you see the article on Foltz? The latest Foltz saga developments? Oh, by uh, Candace? Uh, yeah, Candace Buckner. Any... Yeah, Buckner. Do you have any thoughts on uh, on your friend Foltz? His mom, the r- developments is his mom basically put video cameras in his house to like tape him. Yeah, that was weird. That's the... It's clearly from um, the coach... Or the uh, the, adult, the trainer, the trainer, the trainer Keith. who's now estranged from the family. Yes, yeah, the clue who's, source he's of the clearing up his name. He's got a whole thing going. Yeah, he's on. clearly got to be for the mom because the mom has cut him out of Fultz's life. Yes. Yeah. And the thirty million that yeah. he probably had. Yep. And was there some issue about maybe him and his wife being together? Him and his mom being together? Well, they were together. Yeah. Look, the whole thing. It's, it's getting sad. That's why I'm hesitant to bring it up. But I just, it, you know, since, since this is essentially a false podcast, I yes. thought we, I thought we should deal with the latest developments. The whole thing's like, it's, it's just the whole thing is sad. The whole I thing is know. sad at this point. And again, if false listened to this, I would ease up on it. But since he doesn't listen to this and I'm just talking to Philadelphia fans who troll Lonzo on Twitter. Yes. I will just say you all troll Lonzo for having a crazy parent and a busted jump shot. Yeah. And look what you got. Do you think he plays for the Sixers again? No. So you think he gets traded before the deadline? I don't think before the deadline. Here, here's my thought. In the summertime? I think he's probably out for the season. Mm-hmm. Because that was the thing. They were like, oh, three to six weeks or whatever. Like, right. That's on. such a bullshit. That's that's not going to happen. That's like optimistic and like based on like basically a WebMD reading of the supposed exactly. injury. Like, bro, you have an injury that no one was able to find. Yeah. And like it's messing you up that bad, and you just think you're just gonna do a couple stretches and a couple massages, and that's gonna be gone, and your jump shot will be back. Like, so there's two issues now, right? It's the physical side of faults, right? And then it's the relationship with the team and the breakdown of that, right? And getting back to a player that could help a playoff team, right? Mm-hmm. The Sixers are now in a like this is what we said about Butler, right? That has now made them. Fultz is win done. now. They're win now. They're win now. They're no longer developing, build for the future. They are. They want to win the Eastern Conference. Yes, which yeah. we can talk about later. But I think that's a big mistake. 
But well, yeah, we talked about it when they traded for Butler that we thought I thought it was a big mistake. Well, the two two separate things. Mm-hmm. I think the Butler thing is one. You thing. think you want them to be like the Wizards and just you want them to lose in the second round? You think that should be the goal? I don't think that should be the goal. Uh-huh. I think you like perfect example. Ben Simmons is what twenty one. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's four years away from the start of his prime. Mm-hmm. Four fucking years. Right. And this is like, okay. Like, if you know he's four years away from being the start of his prime. Right. You're going to need other people. Like, you have a four-year four window oh, so you're saying of getting you're, other people. You're saying the win-now mentality is misplaced. Exactly. I don't care if you get Butler. Right. And maybe you put a few more win-now. Like, don't have, like, the tanking years where you have, like, five players. But, like, maybe not Fultz, but, like... Hopefully they don't trade like a Zaire Smith. Hopefully they don't trade first round picks. Like that's where that's where New Orleans messed up with Anthony Davis and right? LeBron the first time in Cleveland. Yeah, they have this great guy, and you're like, yeah, just wait three years, mm-hmm. get a little better, keep him happy. Yeah, yeah, try to make the playoffs. That don't surround him with you know the yeah. the the hinky like let's sign thirty G leaguers and hope one of them works. Like no, you probably can't do that now. Right, but take like good prospects and keep them around. Mm-hmm. Like don't like, so kind of two separate things there, but I just like, I think he's got to get healthy. I think then he has to like rebuild his shot. And I think like either way, it just doesn't make sense for him to play this year. No, I don't, yeah, you know, I agree. like le- the best case scenario, he gets healthy in eight weeks and he's back the second half of the season. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it depends. But even then, it's like he's falling out of the rotation, and it's like, is he really going to want to, like, he's his value is kind of super low, and it's like, is he really going to be able to build it back up by playing like seven, eight minutes a game? I don't know. I so. would say this: he has no trade value, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't trade him, right? Because it's pointless to just like throw him away, right? Like it just is, right? Like you, what are you getting? Cap space for who? You know, like if you're going to get rid of them, get rid of them in the summer when you're going to actually need the cap space to sign someone like, yeah, if you can get Durant and Kawhi, <laughs> fine. You know what I mean? Attach a first to Fultz and get him the fuck out of here. But yeah, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, so you're dealing with that. And just like if he can kind of like right now, the Sixers are in a lot of trouble. Like Fultz, if he can get sort of healthy so he can at least shoot the mid range. Like, let's say he'll he's, there's no way he's shooting threes this year. Let's say you can get back to like what we saw of him last year. That was like, hey, you know, t- ten points in mid range, get to the rim. He'll be better than T.J. McConnell. And right now, you need someone that's better than T.J. McConnell. So that's what I would do. Try to get him healthy. See if he can at least. Yeah, he's not going to be a star, but like, dude, T.J.'s not that good. Like, Fultz has to be better than that, right? Hmm. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, are you hoping? Does he, though? Does he, though? I mean, he I averages we'll many see. points as Lonzo, so <laughs> he does. That's a fact. Nine Jeez, points. John, both. But I mean, like, the guy, you, you know, Lonzo's good at everything but scoring. How many times do I have to tell you this? He's yeah. literally good at every aspect of the game but scoring, so comparing them based on scoring is kind but of... But when he's, his scoring is as, as quote-unquote, good as the... Like biggest bust in <laughs> NBA history. Who are you talking about? Fultz or Fultz? Fultz. Yeah. Like, like this is bad. That's Lonzo. Oh no, Lonzo's fault. His scoring is not. I'm not. I mean, his scoring is bad, but 
I mean, Markel Fultz bad. You'd like it's him like to, a guy who forgot how to shoot bad. No, I mean you yeah. you, you measure you don't measure a guy like you know like Draymond Green or something like that or Jason Kidd. It's like you don't look at the points you know for their impact. If they're averaging eight points a game, I think Draymond Green's like average eight points a game in some parts of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you know it's like. Okay. Look, I'm worried about. I'm not. I'm not like Lonzo standing, even though I'm Lonzo stand. But You're it's like Lonzo standing. I don't. I'm like just looking at points per game as a way to like measure his effectiveness. I think is is a is a fool's errand. It's like he's he can affect the game in other ways. I, it's like if the, if he's getting eight points a game and shooting, you know, and he's and he's shooting well. I don't think that's a problem. The issue is he's shooting poorly. Yeah, that's what I mean. So. He's, he's trying. This isn't like you have a, to go a little this deeper. Isn't than, like a, no, he's not trying though. I mean, he's not. He's not really being that aggressive. So well, kind if you watch of, the game, kind of, I know you just problem. told me you haven't watched the Laker games. Kind of his problem. You kind of haven't watched I the Laker the game games. I watched the game with you, and he was just missing layups after layups. Ugh. You not have, good. Just watch the games. You'll yeah, see you know what? he's fantastic in every other aspect. Oh, that's, that's great. Good. All right. That's Look, great. We've, we've fallen into old habits. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep pooping. Keep pooping. Keep squatty potty pooping. Get that colon health. Oh, yeah. Keep doing it that way. Colon health. Super hoopers. Now what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast. Bebo talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super hoopers. Ah, oh, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast. Bebo talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself super hoopers. Knock this shit off right now. Y'all biting super troopers. Put this on. I'm going like LeBron. True maneuvers. Come on, John. You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers. A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit. Well, Matt and John think they producing these hits. They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit. They always wrong about who to pick. So I ask they two chicks if they do assist. But when they use their dicks, all they do is swish. Stupid like the Knicks and poor singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save they ass facts John, it's like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Young dude, it's another NBA podcast Bebo talk, nah, an hour of wisecracks Ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back Super Hoopers, what crap is that? At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu gradschool. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.